Hey, Mama. I am so, so, so excited about today's interview. Today, I am sitting down to chat with the mama behind the Breadwinner Energy Podcast, Tay Daniels. And Tay is sharing all the juicy secrets to hitting your first 100K year. Now, this was such a fun interview with Tay and so much gold. I mean, so much gold in this episode. Like she was dropping gems left and right. And so I'm telling you now, hit pause and go grab a notebook and pen because she is literally giving away the secret to hitting your first 100K in your business. And I know that for many of us, that is a goal and that's something we are like striving for. And so she lays it out for you. So go grab that notebook and pen and let's jump into today's episode. Hey mama, are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed trying to grow your online business with your babies at home? You desire more flexibility in your day, allowing you to pour into your family, yourself, and your business without running yourself into the ground. Mama, you can build your dream business and do it in a way that fits your current season of life. And I'm going to show you exactly how. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, daughter of the king, wife, mama of two, and life and business coach for mompreneurs. On this podcast, you will learn business strategies made for mamas just like you, who desire to be successful CEOs and fully present mamas without stress or overwhelm. So whether you're an entrepreneur who transitioned to a mompreneur or a mama turned mompreneur, I am here to support you. So grab your coffee, notebook, and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. All right, today on the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast, I am sitting down to chat with Tay Daniels, and we're talking all things about making your first 100K, and you know, she's all about that breadwinner energy, so we're going to be talking about that as well. So Tay, welcome to the show. Please tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We have followed each other for quite some time and I just love following along with you and your journey. So I'm Tay Daniels and I'm the owner and founder of Breadwinner Energy Company. Started my first business in 2016. I'm seven months pregnant um, and I was broke. <laughs> I had no experience. I had no degree. I had dropped out of college and I had $100 in my bank account. I had already wrecked my credit at this point, And so I had nothing and no family to bail me out of of that situation. But I was determined to be a business owner and not go back to my nine to five because I wanted to be at home with my daughter. And so that virtual assistant business led me into an agency in 2018 and ultimately into coaching in 2019, which is what I do today. I still own my agency. And now I'm a multi six figure business coach, breadwinner coach, certified life coach. And I help women scale their coaching businesses so that they can have more time with their their families. They can have more time to actually live a life because most moms and women got into business to have freedom, financial and time freedom, and then don't get it. And so I help women do just that so they can have more time with their family. Um, and more about my life, I'm married. I live in Kansas City and I have two daughters. I just had my second daughter this year which feels crazy because I feel like I just had her, but also this year has been forever long. I am ultimately just a mom. I'm a hermit. I love to be at home. I love to 
be in my own space. I'm not as social on in real life as I am online. <laughs> um, I like to hide in my office quite a bit, but that's who I am and how I got started. All right. Well, welcome, welcome. Um, so you just shared why you started your business, but talk to us a little bit more about those early days. Cause girl, like the fact that you still went forward <laughs> with trying to start a business despite everything was going on, like tell us all about that. Looking back, that was insane. Like that was completely insane. And I can't believe I did it. I was on WIC. Like I would, when I tell you I was broke, I was like food stamps, lived in a trailer park growing up. Like I didn't come for money. Um, and so there was not like this wealth pot that I was just sitting on. And so I don't really suggest that to people because that wreaks havoc on your nervous system. However, so does a nine to five, right? So you kind of just have to pick your heart. And so I just ultimately said, you know what? I cannot go back to corporate. I cannot put my daughter in daycare. I can't even afford daycare, let alone do I want to put her in that situation. Um, and so I will do whatever it takes to be successful. And I think that mentality backed with, I'm not afraid to hustle. And I think mm -hmm. that our industry has made this thing that hustling is so bad. And I completely disagree. Like I will hustle my ass off before I'll go back to a nine to five. And I also believe too, that if you have that mentality to hustle now, then you'll not have to, you won't have to hustle in the future. Right. So my first five years, I'm not going to lie. It was hard. It was really hard. Mm -hmm. But once I, I broke that six figure barrier, I think that it got easier after that. And I definitely put some roadblocks in the way of myself. I could have made it easier a long time ago, yeah. um, you know, getting coaching and such. But I think if you have the mentality of like, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And if I have to hustle, I'm going to do that before I go back to nine to five. You can make it happen. Yeah. Um, I love that you touched on the thing about hustling because you're right. It's like either people are all for it or they're like, mm -hmm. it's a bad thing. And the thing is, is that in your business, you're going to have these seasons of hustle, especially like when you're first yeah. starting out, you have to hustle if you oh, want to start sure. making money and everything. Yeah, But you also need to like, have those periods of rest and everything. So I love exactly. that you touched on that um, because yeah, all of that misguided mm -hmm. stuff about hustling, like it's not all bad. Like you do have to no. work hard in everything. Right. Yes. And that's why I tell people like it won't be easy, but you can make it simple and yes. stop being afraid to work. Like I think there's this misconception that if you start your own business, you don't have to work and you're just going to get rich. And then people come to the industry and they're like, oh, this is way harder than I expected. I'm not getting rich overnight. What's happening? Mm -hmm. They go back to a nine to five because you have this misconception that you're going to have overnight success and be rich, which is just so not true. And people aren't telling you the groundwork that they laid prior to being yes. successful. And so I think it's really important for me to tell you, like, look, it took me five years to get to my first six figures. Like that's a little more realistic than, oh, I hit my six figures in a year. You can, like, you can definitely do it your first year. But again, there's groundwork that has to be laid. And so if you haven't done that, don't expect yourself to, don't even expect yourself to hit six figures in a year, period. That's just unrealistic expectations on yourself. But stop expecting yourself to hit those types of goals when you don't know what it takes to get there, right? Like you're putting, yes. again, unrealistic expectations on yourself when, what if it just took you like two to three years? Are you going to be upset when you're like, oh, only two or three years of hustle and I can make a six-figure business? Like put that realistic piece into it and kind of release that pressure, but then also say like, okay, I don't know what I don't know. So this is my goal. How am I going to get there? Do I take the path of least resistance? Do I get the help? Do I make the investments? And yeah, it's going to be hard and I'm going to have to hustle. And I might even like 
have to not get my Starbucks or like not do something in order to Mm -hmm. invest in my business for a year or a season. But then girl, now we're in an economic downfall and people are like, I'm like, I can't even like go to Starbucks. And I'm like, I'm still going to go get my $7 coffee, right? Like (laughs) you can get there, but it's going to take that time. And so hustle now. And so that you don't have to, you know, it's not a long-term strategy. Yes, yes. And those realistic expectations, that's so important. Like, yeah, that whole get, you know, hit six figures in like a month. No, that's not going to happen. So I love, yeah, but I love that you shared that, you know, your journey, it did take you five years and everything. So thank you for that transparency, because not everybody does that. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I'm all about telling you like, look, girl, this is what I did wrong. This is what I did right. This is what Mm -hmm. I would change. Like I tell all my students, because I'm like, it benefits me none to hold that from you. So yes, just tell you the ugly truth. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, so you have like this unique approach to building a sustainable business and building a business that isn't necessarily like dependent upon social media. So talk to us about that and how you've gone about, you know, setting your business up in that way. Yeah. So in my earlier days, I didn't depend on social media just because social media didn't have the craze it does now. And I didn't like it, to be honest. And I even don't like love it now. I I use it for like, when I enjoy being here, I'm going to come here. Mm-hmm. Um, so in my earlier days, I built my entire business off word of mouth, referrals, um, re-signs. And the way that I did this was delivering a really good customer experience to people. Then they told their friends and then I offered them like, hey, if you, you, know, if you have someone buy from me, then I'll give you a discount on your services. So I really built up my agency that way. And then when I moved into coaching, I did something similar, right? I continued to network and word of mouth and collaborations and referrals and re-signs over hustling on social media and posting and praying that someone was going to buy for me. Mm-hmm. And so then now moving into the later journeys of my business, because the industry is forever changing, we continue to focus on community. We continue to focus on collaborations and referrals and resigns. But we also focus on is Pinterest and podcasting because people are getting more clients from podcasts, as I'm sure you know. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's a really easy way for you to create one piece of content that lives out on your podcast, but then also you can turn that one piece of content into an email, into social posts, into putting it on Pinterest and driving traffic to your offer, to your application, your call, or whatever it is that you do. Um, which kind of, in my opinion, is like beating the algorithm because mm-hmm. just throwing content out into social, hoping something happens. And then that content, especially on Instagram, it's only going to live for like hours. It's not... Yes, it's on mm-hmm. your feed maybe, but people are not seeing the growth from Instagram that they once did. So you kind of have to keep up with the market, but I'm a firm believer in not hustling on social. I'm not doing it. Yes. Yes. I love that you touched on that too, because it's right. Like not just like the shelf life of your, you know, Instagram post, but nobody's going back and scrolling and looking at your old content. And so you have like this valuable content on your feed that nobody's seeing. But if you turn that into a podcast episode or a blog or something where it has a much longer shelf life and people actually go back and either listen to those old episodes or read those Mm -hmm. old blog posts, like you get more Mm -hmm. bang for your buck that way. (laughs) So exactly. And if you're marketing to women, moms or busy entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. they're not taking time to sit down and read things like they are just listening to a podcast on the go. And for me, 
when I find a podcast I like, I'm binging that whole thing. Like, Mm -hmm. give me all the episodes, right? Like a season on Netflix versus like, I'm not like, oh my God, let me go scroll her Instagram feed for hours and read all of the things she's saying, (laughs) right? Like, I'm not doing that. I might see like your last three posts, maybe, Mm -hmm. and kind of get your vibe. But I'm I'm not going to understand the way that you talk or the way that you show up. Mm-hmm. Like I would in a podcast. Like when I hear, because I need to hear you. Like if I'm going to hire you, I need to hear you. Yes. I need to know like you're getting the point. You're real. And like the way that you talk, the way that you show up, that's going to be why I invest in you and not because of something you typed on Instagram. Like it's just not going to be the reason I buy. And for a lot of people too, mm-hmm. right? So make your content work for you, work smarter. Again, it, it can be simple and it can be simple by just creating one piece of content. Mm-hmm. It's going to get you a lot further. I've had to- so many people be like, I found you your podcast or I found you on a podcast and mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to work with you. Yes. Right? Yeah. So yep. make your content work for you, girl. <laughs> yes. I guess I agree. And even like, I think about me as my mom of two little ones, like when I get on Instagram, I'm usually getting on there to post the stories, but I do not scroll my feed. I'll look nope. at stories like if I'm bored, but again, I'm like mindlessly going through these stories. Like I'm not actually mm-hmm. like listening, engaging that type of thing. So yeah. a lot of people, especially if you serve moms, like I think we get on Instagram just to kind of like zone out <laughs> like seriously. just like check in on our friends i'm like yeah what are my that's it doing okay bye i'm out of here yes. you guys are good okay gotta go <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it's not somewhere that i'm like oh my gosh let me like go here for a purpose right it's like mindless mm-hmm. scrolling checking in on the girls like are you and the kids okay? Yes, that's it. Right? <laughs> See you later. Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. So you've built, you know, multiple multi six figure businesses, which I think is just so incredible. But tell us, like, what is your secret to hitting that first 100K a year? Now, I know you said it took you five years, but what yeah. did you learn and how did you, like, actually get there? That's a great question. And I learned so much by so many mistakes. First and foremost is do not be stubborn. I was so stubborn of like, I can figure this out. I can do it. I don't need help. Like that was Mm -hmm. me, which was so insane because once I just bit the bullet and was like, look, let me invest in a high ticket program and a high ticket coach. I hit six figures in six months. And I was like, bro, why did I not just (laughs) do this sooner? Like what is wrong with me? So don't be stubborn and don't try to just like do it all yourself. First of all, you're busy. You don't have time. You're a mother. If you're going to have that mentality of doing it yourself, plan for five to 10 years before you see that success because it's just, again, it's unrealistic. So that's first and foremost is truly invest in yourself, like invest the time, invest the money. Number two is consistency, being consistent. You cannot run a six and multi six figure business on pure motivation and feeling good. You're a mother and you're a woman. You cannot expect yourself hormonally to always feel good. It's Mm -hmm. unrealistic. And for a lot of us, we've got mental health things, we've got mental health problems, and we've got kids and they're sick and they're crying and they're whining. Like, you can't expect even three days a week, I'm gonna be motivated, I'm gonna have hours upon hours to work. So you have to figure out how I run a business that's sustainable. And that allows me to show up when I'm not physically showing up, right? So Mm -hmm. putting in those systems and putting in like a schedule for yourself of when are you going to create the content? When are you going to show up? What is this going to look like? And then number three is having a strategy. 
So when I think strategy, I think of it in two pieces. You have to have a mind strategy, which is why I'm certified as a life coach. And then you have to have a strategy strategy. When you put together a really good mindset with a really good business strategy, six figures feels really simple. And a lot of it comes down to just making decisions, deciding. So many of my girls, my women, the people that I help, the number one thing that is holding them back from success is the lack of making quick decisions and sitting in their own mind drama of what if it's this, what if it's that, and then spending all their time planning versus just doing. So in coaching, what we do is first and foremost is I teach you how to coach yourself and your own thoughts. And the reason I do this is because I'm not going to be in your back pocket every day, all day. Mm -hmm. And I'm also not going to uh, be your coach forever. So you have to learn how to manage your own mind and your own thoughts. And I teach you how to do that. So you do not have to rely on me or any other coach for the rest of your life. So then we're really going to help you determine how do you function? What are what are your thoughts that are holding you back? Then we're going to put a strategy behind it because I'm never going to give you a business strategy if you have, cover your child's ears, shitty thoughts. And the reason being is because I could give you every single business strategy there was and you're never going to execute it efficiently if you consistently fall back on the thoughts, the root, I can't do this, I'm not going to be successful, I'm never going to have six figures. And if you deeply believe that, no strategy is going to fix that for you. So we need to fix that those thought patterns first. Then we're going to back it up with that strategy. And then we're going to back it up with consistency and really determining, okay, I only have so many time, like so much time. I only have so many pockets of time per week. How am I going to fill it and be productive? You're not going to sit behind your, your computer and do busy work. There is absolutely no reason to do busy work. Don't get paid for how many hours you sit behind your desk. You get paid for being productive or you don't get paid for being productive. You get paid for like the actual sales moving the needle. So you got to figure out what does that look like in your business, and that's what we do help you to help you determine like a very simple, simple strategy to execute in mom hours. I love that. Like so many things to unpack here, but one of the things I really wanted to touch on is the consistency piece, but more so how you said like be realistic as a mom. Mm-hmm. Your hormones are going to be up and down, you know, your kids, like you said, you can't determine like when your kids are going to get sick or they're going to be acting crazy. They don't sleep through the night, like right. hello, daylight saving time, oh <laughs> like messed us up so much. Thought we voted against this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? When is it going to change? Right. Um, and so, yes, you have to have a plan in place that's going to still allow you to do what you need to do in your business despite Mm -hmm. the chaos going on around you. And so for me, like, that's why I believe firmly in podcasting. Like, I've recorded all of my episodes for this month. So even if I decide, like, I don't want to post on socials, I know I'm good because my podcast content is ready to go. You know, so having those things in place, whatever, like you said, whatever that's going to look like for you, that's going to ensure that you're still showing up, you're still marketing your business, you're still, you know, getting visible, doing the things you need to do. So that Mm -hmm. way your business is growing. So I I really love that you highlighted that because I feel like sometimes as moms, especially like we tend to be very ambitious, we don't think of Mm -hmm. that. We think like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. No, it's not. Your kids are going to mess you up somehow. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're, you're so hard on yourself and you're so guilty. Like when you're with your kids, like, oh, I should be working. And when you're with working, oh, I should be with my kids. And so we teach you something in our program called Monday hour one. And what we focus on is really creating those boundaries and that schedule on a weekly basis. We Mm. even put in like laundry and family time. So then you can actually enjoy like 
sitting down and watching Netflix without guilt because everything has a spot in your calendar. It really shows you your white space. And I just think like those small things you can do again on a weekly mm-hmm. basis set you up for creating success in your week. And like, how can I be successful today? And then just this week, I think for a lot of us, we're like, how can I be successful for six months? I'm like, well, let's just take it a day at a time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is what I tell my clients. Plan one day at a time. Like, yes. don't be trying to do like weeks on end because you don't know what's going to happen. And then yep. planning for that white space, that is huge. That was something I had to learn. And it's yes. made such a difference, not just in my business, but just for my own mental health and everything. Yeah. Like you need to plan in that white space for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. And then two, when it's there, like fully embrace the white space. Don't be like, oh, yes. I need to fill it. Like for what? You don't need to fill it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, like luxuriate in time because then you're just going to get back into the hustle. Like the business is going to be there, right? The clients are going to be there. It's not going to go away. It's not going to burn down overnight. So yes, exactly. Okay. So your brand, Breadwinner Energy, I like, I remember first time I discovered you, I think you, I listened to your interview on, on Kylie Kelly's podcast. And I was like, who is this Tay Daniels? Like, I love Breadwinner Energy. Okay. And yes. like, I went and like binged her podcast and everything. <laughs> oh, but, it. but talk to us about that, like being the breadwinner and how you've been able to maintain this role as both a mom and a CEO. Oh, that's such a good question. So first is I think that breadwinner energy, people always ask me, like, what is breadwinner energy? And it starts with your mind. It starts with the way that you think about yourself, the way that you carry yourself, the energy that you have, right? Like that CEO energy. Like you think about men CEOs, like they're planning, like going to golf every week. They're setting up their tea time. Like they're fully embracing that breadwinner energy. They're not like, let me sit behind my desk all day, every day and like dwindle in the guilt. And I think that as women, we are like, let me work, 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 and then go home and work, 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 work. And then I'm burnt out. I'm exhausted. I don't even know who I am. So I created breadwinner energy as like this vibe, this energy of like how you hold yourself. And then back behind that is also financially being the breadwinner, right? Like mm-hmm. out earning your partner. The reason is because I came from an abusive relationship and money was what he had over me. So he had all the power and he had all the decisions. And I was like, I will never be in that place again. And I'm going to make the money so that no one can ever do that to me. And I found that even if you're in a happy, loving marriage, if your partner makes more money, sometimes they then have power and choices that you don't have. Or even as a woman, you don't have the power and the choices. Or um, you know, as a woman, breaking that generational curses and the generational trauma and actually creating generational wealth for your children. So it's kind of combined in all of these things to create this breadwinner energy, right? Like, again, I'm all about like the mindset spiritual side and then the strategy side. And so how have I maintained it (laughs) as a mom? Girl, that's a loaded question. But I would say first and foremost is I'm remarried and I have an excellent partner. And so that obviously helps, right? Like if I was a single mom before I remarried. And so obviously I was a breadwinner. I had no option. I had no partner. Um, And I think in that that season of life, I was truly hustling and I was like surviving, right? Like I think there's this difference of breadwinning to survive and breadwinning as in like luxuriating breadwinning. And I was like, I knew back then I'm going to be successful. I'm going to buy myself a nice house. I'm going to drive a nice car. I'm going to have a nanny. And I don't care if people think this is superficial. It's what I want to have in my own life to make my life easier because the fact that you're likely taught as a woman to struggle isn't cute. It's not. 
I was raised by a woman and a mother who still to this day feeds off struggle. She loves to struggle. Like she lives in it. And then it's taught to other women, you have to struggle. You don't. And you have permission to do what you want to do with your own money. And if that means you want to have a nanny and you want to drive a nice car, then you should do that. And you should have that for yourself because you should have a life that you love. You should have a life that you deserve. You work hard for your life. Even if you're only raising kids, you should still have a life that you love and you deserve. And I think for a lot of women, they get sucked into just doing everything for everyone else. And so Mm -hmm. this is a season of like living for you. And that's truly where breadwinner energy came from. And so I was like, I just want every woman to have this. She deserves this. (laughs) I love that. Um, That season of living for you. And I'm so glad you touched on that because you're right. As moms, you know, it's in our nature to be nurturing and, you know, worry about everyone else. Do, you know, make sure everyone else is good. And then we tend to put ourselves on the back burner. Um, So Mm -hmm. I love that that's essentially your brand and you're leading by example. Like that's incredible. Like I I told you when I first like (laughs) discovered, I'm like, okay, I need to get on this level. Like I love this. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And women deserve this. Like you Mm -hmm. you really deserve it. And I don't care if you've come from nothing. I came from nothing. You can still have something. And I think so many times in the industry we see, oh, she's rich and successful because she came from money and her partner's rich. No wonder she's rich and successful. I can never be that. But I want to remind you, can even if you've come from nothing yeah exactly okay so you have your podcast which my episode on your podcast just went live but talk to us about your podcast and how it's been like part of your marketing strategy yeah so breadwinner energy podcast of course is my podcast and i talk about all the things it's real it's raw it's unedited Um, And I talk about motherhood. I talk about life. I talk about business. I talk about mental health. um, I talk about growing and scaling your business. And what I do is show up with my real raw personality because I'm like, if you don't love me here, you will not love me in a coaching container. You will not want me to be your coach. (laughs) But if you do like me here, you will absolutely love working with me. And so that's how I use it is to create my brand and truly like embody my voice and the way that I show up and as a coach and like, just be real and raw. You love me or you hate me. There's not really in between. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I love your podcast and I love your like directness. Like I'm, I'm all about people who are very direct, like stop beating about around the bush, like just get to the yep. point. So exactly, I, I absolutely love your podcast and everything. And it's so true. Like people really can get to know you through your podcast content and it's like I feel like it's much more intimate too because like you're in people's ears like and so they get to know your personality your values and different things like that and kind of like what it's like to work with you and everything so exactly yeah so if you are like a coach or you are course creator anything that uh, people are hiring you because of like you and your brand you should have a podcast like show people who you are Exactly. (laughs) You know? Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Okay, so as we wrap up, like one question I love to ask all the moms on my podcast is, what is your number one mompreneur hack? Oh, I have so many. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think of like my best favorite one. I would say like the number one thing to do to set yourself up for success as a mompreneur 
is ah, that's so hard because there's so many like I don't want to say it's one because I'm going to give you like a bundle of things <laughs> but like truly like kind of like we talked about setting your days up for success mm-hmm. but also spending like the pockets of time so for instance my newest baby six months old she takes three naps a day so I could work in all those nap times right like I could be like I gotta work I gotta work I gotta work the end of the day like the dishes are the dishes are piling up and there's all these other things or I could say okay for her first nap I'm gonna get this work done for her second nap I'm gonna sit my butt on the couch and do nothing watch tv and for the third nap I'm gonna do the dishes right so like working in those pockets of time but then as I'm doing that middle one that middle nap of like sitting and doing nothing not feeling guilty, not getting up, not filling the space and not like worrying about the dishes and the work because I know I'm going to do it on the first or the third nap. And so like truly setting up your days in those pockets of time of like, I got this, this and this done and I can check it off. And that feels successful for me instead of trying to pile on a hundred things because like Sue on Instagram, she's like doing everything as a mom. And now you feel shame and you feel guilt okay, what looks like success for me today? That's the bottles are clean. The baby napped. I got to rest. I checked a few things off my work and everyone showered and everyone ate. Like that's super successful. You should celebrate yourself for that. So that's like my number one tip as a working mom and stop comparing yourself to people online and people online who don't have kids. Like that's so unrealistic. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Do not do that. (laughs) Don't Um, even work with people who don't have kids. If you have kids, it's mm -hmm. just not the same. They're going to tell you wild strategies of like things to do when you don't have kids. Like that doesn't work for you. You're a mom. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I love those hacks. So many good ones. And yes, do not, don't, don't even look at people's content who, if they don't have kids, cause it'll just mess you up for real. Exactly. Yes. yes. Don't do it. Do not do it. Follow like the mompreneurs who are not afraid to show you like the real raw mm-hmm. life. Like maybe they've even got a baby on their hip. I've taken my baby to coaching calls. Like this is real life. And you yeah. can do it too. And I don't want you to think, oh, I have a kid or I'm having a kid this year. I have to pause my business. No, you don't. Who told you that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. My kids, they make appearance on the weekly coaching calls all the time. Yeah. And my clients, they love seeing the kids. So <laughs> Exactly. I even tell my clients, like, bring your kids. I don't care. Bring yep. them on in. Yeah. Right? Yep. You're muted anyway, unless you're getting coached. Bring your kids. No one cares. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tay. Well, this was such an amazing conversation. And thank you for just sharing so much and just being you, raw, real, and unfiltered. Love it. Um, but please tell my audience where they can connect with you and learn more about your services. Absolutely. So of course, my podcast, the Breadwinner Energy Podcast, tune in every single week. Um, on Instagram, you can come chat with me at it's Tay Daniels underscore LLC. It's always me in the DMs. And then also uh, join coach school. If you're a coach, if you want to, if you're a course creator, you're doing VIP days or one-to-one coaching and you want to scale your business to 100K, you want to have a 10K launch, you want more white space in your calendar, join our coach school. All right. Well, thank you so much for sitting down the chat with me. Um, I know my audience is going to get so much from this conversation. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, Mama, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, will you do me a favor and follow the podcast and leave a review? Hitting that follow button and sharing your thoughts about the podcast are the best ways to ensure that other mamas like you find this show. 
Your review also lets me know if you're enjoying this podcast. So make sure to share your thoughts before you go. All right, mama, I'll catch you in the next episode.